Welcome back to this week's episode of BD Radio. Today we are talking all things weight loss. So basically this episode, I guess we're going to dispel a few myths as well as give you guys what we know works as well as not what's our own ideas, but what's actually just generally endorsed by science. So hopefully at the end of this episode, you'll have a good idea of, I guess, what to believe, what not to believe, as well as maybe ways that you can analyze your own lifestyle if weight loss is a goal for you. Welcome, Dan. Thank you, Ben. Um, So starting off, when people come to us and say they would like to lose weight, which is often, what is the first thing you tell clients? Um, well, you've gone off our sheet. Well, so it's just I, a general I wasn't, idea. I wasn't, I wasn't ready for that, Ben, but thank you. Um, well, first we need to find out where they're currently at. Um, so quite often people get carried away about the end result and tell me everything that they've done that's worked for them and all that kind of stuff. But what we really need to know is what they're currently doing. Yep. So once we have that assessment, we can then make changes moving forward. Yeah, so... What we would typically get clients to do is start with a food diary. So we just, as Dan said, we want to establish a baseline. So what are you currently doing now so that we can then best advise changes that you would make to achieve a desired result? So we always say this to clients, like weight loss in theory is very simple. And I'll explain why in a minute, but in practice is very difficult for a lot of people for reasons outside the theory like it's not tough to understand that energy in energy out like it's a very simple theory but where it gets lost is that food is not as simple as energy in energy out so this is where i guess we can shift to a little bit of a quick conversation on calories so people will say do i have to count calories i don't want to not not many of our clients want to count calories. Some people do want to, but it's not. It's it's something that they feel they have to, have to do yeah. rather than want to do. I think. Yeah, I'm screwing up my face because I think a lot of people count calories, um, and while they do have their place, Ben and I um, often disagree about their place. Would it be more accurate to say that a lot of people count calories, but they do it wrong? Would that be more accurate to say? Because I think I they see that. They count them incorrectly. Yes. Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're doing it, but they're not doing it as potentially as optimally as they could be doing it. And as a result, they're not quite getting what they thought they would out of it. Well, abs- absolutely. People, well, we know that as, yeah, yeah. as fact. Um, but the audience might not. That's what I'm explaining. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, that people undercount. Oh, yeah. So there's been studies on this. So typically people who count their calories will under-report, not by design, um, as in not like they're trying to, you know... Not on purpose. Yeah, Yeah. fudge the numbers, but they will under-report by 25% is the average. So that means if you think that you're... So just think about that, 25%. That's a lot. That's huge. Yeah. If you under... Like if you're... Put it this way, if you're running a business and you think you're making 25% more than you actually are, you're going bust. <laughs> like, that's a lot. So if you think that you're eating 2,000 calories 
and that is what you and your coach or that is what you and the internet have decided is the number that you need to be eating to lose weight and you're actually eating around two and a half and I mean that is literally the difference between a result and a non-result so first things first so here is our broad belief on calories they are not everything but they are something yes you like short it is a good idea to have a bit of an idea about them. I was about to say awareness. It, yeah. Like just being aware of... Educated on yeah. like how many calories are in fat, carbs and yeah. protein is definitely a good idea. So this is where our beliefs differ a little bit because in my own fitness journey, learning about calories and counting them for periods has been very valuable to me. But to Danny it's been more of a hindrance than a help. So it, and I mean... It's not, that's not true. That's not, that's not why. Tell us why. Okay, well, stop talking for me. Let me talk for myself. I'll give you the floor. I feel like counting calories is like finding a loophole in the system for a lot of people, just given the way that humans behave. That's their mentality around it rather than the actual practice of doing it yes however but that's always been the most important exactly exactly so we need to look at it as a whole so in my experience the people that tend to count calories have a more nutrient poor diet would you agree with that that can be the case for sure yeah okay so i feel like while we talk about energy in energy out it's like people want to find the easiest, the possible, easiest way. possible way for them to eat what they want to eat, which yeah. is generally not optimal, which is what got them in the position they're in of wanting to lose the weight. Yep, that can be true. Um And I mean, if you've listened to a few of our episodes before, you're probably getting tired of us saying it depends on the individual, but it really does. So I guess as coaches, we have to um, chat to our clients and establish a reason why they would like to do that. Um, In some cases, we have told people maybe not to focus on that and to focus on the quality of the foods that they're eating. Yeah, um, it, and in other cases, we can see that the motivation is more of that education standpoint. And then we've, you know, chatted on maybe other more intricate details of the diet and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. It depends on their personality and how they approach it and yeah. manage it. Like yeah, some, I think... some people need concrete black and white mm-hmm. um, and that works for them. Other people, it's like information overload and it does them more harm than good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I mean, and I think when counting calories in our industry, I think it has a bit of a bad rap generally as a, you know, like it, um, people will view it as obsessive. Yes. Um, I personally don't view it that way, but I can understand why people would view it that way. But Again, like uh, it's the same thing as what's motivating you to do it. It's like 
it's uh, 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 easy example. If you love to drink wine, this like, is a good example. Actually, could you go without drinking wine for a month? So, so it's like, like you as an individual. Uh, yeah. yep. Are you overly reliant on the action of counting calories, or are you confident in no? I can take what I've learned and then apply it without it, and that's a good place to be. That is a great place to be. Yeah. So when we talk about counting calories, that is where we want to get our clients is to, yep, okay, you've used this as a tool if you have wanted to. If you don't want to, that's fine. But that's okay. Now you know. Now you don't have to do it anymore. And maybe you, you, you know, in six months you might try it again for two weeks, whatever. Yeah, but it shouldn't that, be a crutch. But that, like, that sounds very simple the way you explained it. But a lot of um, behaviours from the time you start counting calories, like it's not just a switch for most people that they can turn it off. That's what I'm saying. Yes. It does become like addictive behaviour. And the behaviours tend to be, from my experience, from the small sample I have seen, mm. they tend to be negative, self-sabotaging type behaviors does that make sense what do you mean just expand on that a bit more so like i said before about wanting to kind of cheat the system yep so how can i fit a big mac into my 1800 calorie day yep so it's promoting well not promoting but it's within the calorie limit so the energy balance let's just say Mm -hmm. and it turns out that they end up with quite a nutrient-poor diet and bad habits. Yep. But... But, hey, they're losing weight. But the flip side to that would be, okay, now the client is educated enough to be a little Are bit they? more flexible with their diet. But, it like, it, it all depends on the individual. So we... And, I mean, this leads to a greater argument of, I guess, you know, like health versus eating for a specific type of body composition like we know that when you're trying to adjust your body composition calories become more important like it becomes more important to manage that yeah if you are just trying to be healthier that maybe they're a little bit less important yeah okay so this is a good example so when most people come in they say okay i've got a weight loss goal and then at their first progress appointment they say oh look if that happens it happens i'm just like i'm feeling so much better yeah like health is my priority but that's more of our like i guess our goal of coaches is to always get them to focus on health more or health first so for a lot of our clients, just by focusing on health first and less on the end result, they will largely undertake more behaviors and actions that will then lead to weight loss as a byproduct of those actions. Exactly. And those behaviors so and that is actions the goal. are long-term, sustainable, yeah. healthy lifestyle. So for a lot of our guys, they don't like... W- we don't say, okay, welcome to our gym. Here's my fitness pal and track everything. It's more just, okay, small changes here and there. Yeah. So that's more what we're going to break down today is the changes that we make with clients. But we did want to talk about calories a little bit. But And the take-home message B 
been have an understanding, yes, but it is not integral that you track them to get results. Absolutely. Yeah, and we'll brawl about this. I was, about, I was about to say, can you tell we yeah. have this conversation often about calories? Um, yeah, and it, I mean, it's largely like, I mean, as we know, and you've probably heard us talk about this on the podcast before, there are so many ways to skin a cat and the way that is... You're like the way that is best for each person is way different. So, I mean, you have to take all these factors into consideration before we come up with a bit of a plan. Yeah. And, you know, for some people, we would definitely avoid counting if they become like if you would consider yourself maybe to have a poor relationship with food. It's not something that we would recommend if you're like not a massive foodie and you are happy with eating the same things a lot and you just like you're more interested and inquisitive about the science then yeah it might be something that you can get away with and see really good results from however the one thing we don't disagree on (laughs) um, is establishing that baseline and that's the first thing first thing most important thing yes and often a thing that people get wrong. Oh. So here's how they get it wrong. So when people come to us, progress appointment number one, and we say, awesome, welcome aboard. For the first you know, week, we want you to write down everything that you're eating. Where people go wrong is they start to make changes from that day so that it's not actually a baseline. It's their new, like it's their new behaviors so that when we get to day seven and we have a look and say okay cool this this and this the advice that we give them off that is going to be further away and therefore harder to implement yeah so it's really important that in establishing a baseline you change nothing change nothing be honest with yourself we don't like as a coach i have no expectation of what i'm going to see i just want to help you improve on whatever that may be. Yes. So we hear this all the time. Oh, I know. Um, I don't want to let you down. Or, you know, I was afraid of what you might think. And we understand, you know, like, that's okay. That's a completely normal thing to think. But however, for this exercise, like, we need exactly what you're doing. Yeah. And actually, even if you say, oh, like, if you've started and you're motivated you can even say, oh, you know, normally at this time I would have cake, but I didn't because of this. Like, yeah. we don't want you to not change anything because you're, you're like, I don't know, how am I going to say this? So if you are motivated and you've started and you're training in our classes and everything's great or you're training online and then it's like, oh, I would normally have a piece of cake here, but I don't want to because you know, I'm feeling good and I'm, you know, motivated to get the result. It is important that you still maybe acknowledge that you would have normally had cake there, but you don't have to have it. Yeah. Obviously, we don't want you to force feed yourself junk because you're, you know, like trying to establish a baseline. It's just important that you recognize the behaviors and the habits that you had coming into this. Yes. That's all. So once you get to day number seven, and you okay? We've established the baseline. We've got a food diary. Sorry, we you kind of missed a point. I've missed so a point. If you are going to lose weight, um, obviously that baseline is essential. But also, where are you starting? 
So what is your weight? Oh, yeah. So so, someone... Measurements. Yeah, but some people come to me and tell me they want to lose weight but then don't want to jump on the scales. Um, That I do find quite interesting. Yes, the scales, like, they're not overly important. They don't play a huge role in what we do here at BD Fitness. However, it is a measure. It's a, yeah, well, it doesn't have to be the measure. It's more important that you do measure something. Yeah. So it yeah. doesn't have to be the yeah. scales. However, you could use the scales. Yeah. We use body measurements a lot, so yeah. a tape measure. Yeah. Um, and that's amazing. It can be hard to do by yourself. Yeah. So if it's just one person at home, I know we're all quarantining at the moment. If you're by yourself or you don't feel comfortable asking someone to do your measurements for you, you can use your clothes as an example, or the best one would be to take some progress pictures. Yeah, I was about um, to say. You just need to make sure you do something that is measurable, yeah. that you can look back. Because in a month, if we've made all these changes and you're going, oh, no, I don't know if it's working, well, we want to be able to test if it is or not. Yeah. Otherwise, we're sort of having a bit of, oh, I think I feel better. You know, like, I know I'm getting a bit stronger, but it's hard to tell. You need to be able to measure your, you know, where you are now against where you started. Yeah. Sorry, I just have to add that bit in. No, that's it. All good. So you've established your baseline. The next thing that we would look for is what we call the low-hanging fruit. So that is the things that are currently in your diet or lifestyle that are not leading you towards you like where you want to go but are super easy to change yeah or easy to see yeah not always easy to change because change is hard but it's easy to see that okay having ice cream after dinner every night is not getting me closer to where i want to be and that is like okay that is going to be my easiest opportunity for change yeah so quite often a lot of the low-hanging fruit we see um so a few examples would be alcohol is quite big for a lot of people and just liquid calories in general actually yeah so people don't realize how many calories they drink in a day so we're talking like soft drinks soft drinks a latte yeah um People can consume a lot mm. and they don't actually realize it until we say when you do your food diary, note down everything you drink. And, um, and then they're is, like, yeah. I, I never realized that. I never. Well, that is the value of the food diaries because I guess until it's in front of you, you don't really know. So, well, oh, I eat pretty well. And that's a common answer. And that's okay. Like lots of people think that, but until we actually write it down and it's okay, we're having a sweet treat every day. And it's like, oh, ma- you know, maybe I don't eat as well as I thought, you know. And that is a realization that lots of people come to, and that's okay. And you know what? That's good. That's part of um, the process. Yeah. Like and that you recognize that. 100%. Even before you come back in and speak to us about it. Yeah. And for us as coaches, like if you came in and told us just a fantastic seven days where I'm like my goodness is you know we got an Olympic athlete on our hands like that makes our job a lot harder so to see you know okay here's some three or four easy ways and that should give you as the client confidence that oh okay I can change that that and that and then I will get the results I'm after you just have to repeat the actions every day yeah and I guess that sort of that'll illustrate where 
in theory it's easy but it's that actual repeating the actions every day that's the challenge yeah definitely so once we've identified those um then we need to establish some routines and behaviors um that will make it all come into play i guess yeah so it's easy enough to identify areas that you need to change it's harder it's harder to put that into practice to implement yeah it's so so hard I want you to like, I'll use this example and nod your head at home if this is you. Um, January 1st, 2018, <laughs> this is the year. And we're laughing because like we've all been there. And, you know, yeah, this is the year that I'm going to X, Y, Z. Maybe you would like to, you know, drop 10 kgs, get stronger again. And, you know, like I just, I want to feel the way I used to feel like feel in my 20s cool as a person in my 20s it's not all it's cracked up to be i've done two (laughs) hamstrings like my shoulders crook and it's just a general disaster but great all right so from there and we've all done this as well it's like oh monday here we go rake that you wake up run 10ks and then smash a green smoothie and you're like yep muhammad ali style i am the man Mm -hmm. this is going great Eggs for lunch, yep, on fire. Haven't eaten a carb today. Who needs carbs? No one. And then tea time, you've had scotch pillet and some veggies, and you're like, what an elite day. That was fantastic. And then at about 9 o'clock at night, you're like, a bit peckish. And then at 10 o'clock at night, you're just looking at an empty tub of Ben and Jerry's and chicken crisps. (laughs) So... That's an extreme example, but I guess the message is you've done too much too fast, that it's been such a big shift from what you normally do that, like, let's look at the reality. Like, if you're trying to lose weight and get fit, for so many of our clients, it's not priority number one. Priority number one is their family, their career, this, that, the other, that maybe at eight, nine, ten, yeah, it'd be great if we could lose five kgs. Yep. So we don't want to place too much of an importance on it in their lifestyle that other things suffer because of that. So what we try and do is point our guys in the direction of things that are easy to change that won't have a drastic impact on their current lifestyle that I guess it'll be bubbling away on the back burner without having too much like too much new stress. Like it's supposed to ease stress, not add yeah. more. Yep. You don't want to be overwhelmed. So we look at changing maybe one to two behaviors at the start. A month. That's it. And typically at the start, one of the behaviors is training. Yeah. It's like, cool, I just want to see you here three times a week. Yep. That's it. Yep. That is a like to go from no training to training, that is a big enough adjustment as it is. Agree. So that's adjustment number one. And the other adjustment might be I want you to start going to bed before midnight and we'll aim for seven hours sleep rather than six two changes and that might seem like oh that's nothing but if you add in 28 days and you've done you know nine or ten sessions this month maybe 12 and you've improved your sleep like i would be surprised if you hadn't already dropped a bit of weight yep agree and subconsciously with that you're probably already eating a little bit healthier and you know you're thinking about your food a bit more yeah we haven't even made any adjustments we haven't even made any nutrition adjustments yet yep so 
people people always say that that's one thing i think we take away from that initial that first progress appointment is so many people say i feel so much better Mm. so i'm eating better than what i usually would yeah and it's just amazing like that has nothing to do with us yeah exactly um what the training does thanks for coming to bd (laughs) (laughs) okay so let's just imagine we've got to progress appointment number two at the end of our 28 days and we are okay cool i'm three kgs lighter maybe two maybe it's not even that much because scales aren't the best measure and you're a little bit underwhelmed at how much weight you've lost but you've feeling fantastic and your measurements are down a lot so so again so what have we come back to we've come back to measuring yeah so if you get to the progress appointment and you're like, um, I'm feeling good, but I didn't really worry about my food too much. I didn't change anything. If anything, I was a bit hungry after training and you've, you know, like maybe you haven't seen any results. So the measurements have stayed stable and the weight hasn't moved on the scale. Okay, well, now we need to focus a little bit more on your life outside the gym yeah so by constantly evaluating it then shows us like which area needs attention yeah otherwise we'd just be going blind in the dark and it's like hopefully this works and i think that's what kind of a self-sabotaging behavior that a lot of people um do they get to a point where they feel like they've failed or they haven't gone as well as they thought or um you know, it just hasn't gone to plan. Yeah. So they choose not to measure it. However, that's probably your biggest mistake. Yes. So would you say more often than not, people are generally surprised? At their results? At their results, yeah. Um, yes, because we temper expectations at the start accordingly. You know, we don't promise the world. We don't promise 10 kgs in a month. Like we, you know, like, we just establish reasonable expectations on, you know, we want this to last. And we stress that at the start is all of us what have started. Yeah, like yeah. all of us have started programs. Like we don't want to start anymore. We want to start one more time and that's it. Yeah, and that's called life, that program. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, okay, I want to not be having this conversation again in 12 months. So I'm going to take the necessary steps, take it slow, and we'll go from there. Whereas if we said, right, 28-day max shredder program, abs, and then we've only lost 3 kgs and we don't have abs, well, then obviously the client is going to be upset. So we don't want to, you know, like we want our guys to be happy with their progress, but we also want their progress to be fast enough where they can, like they're still motivated to continue. If that is still the goal which often it shifts for a lot of our guys is the goal from how they look to how they feel. And that's ultimately what's most important to us is we want our clients to feel good about what they can do. You know, like if they want to go for a hike, they can. If they want to ride their bikes, they can. Um, At the moment in quarantine, we're getting a lot of guys who are focusing a bit more on their running. And although running isn't a big part of our training it's still you know like we still train the same energy systems and people are often surprised at how much our training carries over to their aerobic work so 
like we want to celebrate the physical yeah. you know achievements of our clients and focus a little bit less on the end goal yeah and it makes it a lot easier yeah absolutely that's been yeah a really nice thing I've, I've noticed that people are actually because we're doing different things they're able to see just how much it has transferred into their lifestyles and like just things they do now that are second nature um and people like going for runs. So how many clients always say to us, oh, I hate running in a workout. I hate running. Oh, yeah. I hate it. Hate <laughs> yeah. And now everyone's going out for runs and sending us selfies and their times. And it's just, yeah, that's it's incredible. Really that's really so, good. Yeah, you guys should be really proud of that if you are listening. Um, but yeah, th- something I just want to leave you with is... But we've got more to talk about. She just wants to inject it into the conversation. Okay. Yeah. Um. Coming back to that management, like you cannot manage what you can't measure. Yeah. Okay, so, you know, you may not have had the perfect month, but you still want to measure it and see. Yeah. That, that's a new starting point. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's no point putting it off and then reverting back to the bad behavior. Yeah, I mean, it sounds sort of corny and a little bit instagram like motivatory motivatory is not a word but like (laughs) i sound like a bit of a tool but it's like guys like you can't fail if you never quit so like as soon as you throw in the towel it's fail yeah you know and but if you never throw in the towel well then you're just constantly in the process and that's all right we can just optimize the process yeah so as soon as you stop that's like that's the only time that you've done anything wrong if that makes sense like you really you really just basically have to stick at it yeah and i mean if if we have a client and we've established a couple of things you know all right let's use an example so they have a sweet treat after dinner we're going to try and cut that and we're going to swap it for fruit and we've got them swapping their breakfast from cereal and milk to hard-boiled eggs and a slice of toast and that would be like fairly typical of changes that we would make if they um yeah like if they're able to do that for a month and continue with their training and continue to evolve like you will get results absolutely it's as simple as that like the only time people don't get results is if something else has crept in you know so so it'd be like yep i've He's talking about a different behavior. Yeah, that's right. So it'd be like, okay, I've cut out the sweets after dinner, but I'm now having a muffin in the morning. Like, it's this is where we talk about energy balance and calories. Like, there is no way to lose weight unless you're in a calorie deficit. So although you don't need to count, you still need to be in a deficit. So, you know, the change of eating a tub of Ben and Jerry's after dinner to having watermelon if we're talking about that calorically a tub of ben and jerry's is anywhere in between a thousand to twelve hundred calories in a tub this is very relevant to ben can i just say <laughs> and, and, no but like i just want to give the example of how we create an energy deficit so yeah. we now swap that 1200 um to watermelon which is extremely low calorie um, and delicious. And delicious, if you get the right one. I'm hit or miss with my selection on watermelon. <laughs> but I might, like, I will have a stack of it and it'll be 300 calories max. 
So there's your deficit right there. That's that 800 calorie deficit. And that is what we're looking to do. So like, it's not like, oh, I can't have ice cream ever again. No, you can. You just need to understand that if I'm trying to lose weight, eating foods high in calories, like with lots of carbs and sugar that, you know, like won't overly fill me up much, it's going to make my job a lot harder. So that's why Danny's sort of talking about the nutrient quality of your diet and why we focus on the quality of diet a lot is is we can typically get people to, and I'm using like quotation marks with my fingers, (laughs) eat healthier, you know, like eat more lean proteins, vegetables, you know, carbs after training, but like good quality sources of food, typically that is often enough to put them in an in an energy deficit from where they currently are exactly so that's where i guess you need to know that calories aren't everything they are something but there are many ways for each individual to achieve an energy deficit yeah so like that's the principle the principle is energy balance and that will never change what will change is the method and that's what people sell and that's the diets and the paleo and the fasting and then this like they all do the same thing calorie deficit okay so once you have adjusted everything you need to adjust how long it's like how long until you know if it's working and this is where it depends from person to person but you should be able to see some progress in maybe two to three weeks like and I'm talking about measurable progress like not look in the mirror and I'm yeah leaner it's like no like you sh- you should be able to see through the measurements and on the scale also it's probably a good time to mention like healthy weight loss as well oh yeah for sure so like half a kilo to a kilo a week is yep. the absolute maximum so the kilo is the absolute maximum yeah that you want to lose yeah obviously that relates to I guess your starting point but as a general idea yeah. like like on, if we're talking sustainable, so yeah. not not putting it back on, so not going on like a shake diet or anything like that. Yeah. If we're talking about sustainable weight loss. Yeah. Yeah, and that is, I mean, that's the conversation that we have with clients at the start, so that if we get to a month and they've lost a two kgs, perfect. Awesome. Perfect. Like, like celebrate that, whereas yeah, people absolutely. are like hunting oh, those big numbers. Well, I think also like, that's because we watch the biggest loser on tv and you know in a week they lose 11 kgs but those people we have no guys we have no clients who are that large so percentage wise it you know like it's comparable yeah and also like their lifestyle changes um are not yes um too simple habitual (laughs) yeah yeah so i mean like they're training insane amounts after training not at all and they've had their entire diet change so pl- please don't look at those shows and think that that's something yeah um, achievable be, realistic yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I mean their progress photos at the end of the show are fantastic oh, but incredible. i bet if we did two years later like we all read the stories on you know how they struggle to keep it off and yeah that is our end goal is like not a six-week transformation photo it's a six-year no there's there's no there's no struggle at the end you don't know you're at the end yeah exactly because it's your yeah it's your it's what you do every day yeah it's your new life yeah 100 percent. 
so to wrap it all up examples i guess examples like quick examples that you may have to make with your like own lifestyle is the three we most commonly see are after dinner sweets um weekends weekends blow out weekends blow out (laughs) and liquid calories yep those and i'm holding up four fingers but those are the three i guess easy to identify easy to change things that we most commonly see across our clients so if you're out there trying to lose weight have a think about if you're eating sweets after dinner and maybe look to adjust that if, if anyone out is out there looking to lose weight just write down what you're eating for a week yep honestly and like do a self-evaluation yeah like what could i change or send it to us feel free to do that yep but um yes that establishing Sometimes a it's baseline hard to tell someone else whereas you know if you're not at that stage yet that's okay oh 100 there's no like there's no wrong way to go about it i guess is just everyone's on their own journey and have their own challenges and our, like the industry and what leads people down these roads like it's so broad that it's extremely individual and i guess today we've tried to paint a bit of a general picture and like talk about the gen like the, the generalities of what we commonly see but in that everyone has their own things that they need to work on adjust evaluate so yeah and that that is where value comes in of a coach oh 100 percent. like we look at every individual person yeah as an individual well i guess yeah this is a good time there is I, no female 170 centimeters tall um and weighs 80 kilos yeah please don't get your um you know like ideas of w- what will work for you off just an article off the internet yeah so it like if ever you were going to i guess invest in yourself and you know like if you're really motivated to make change then hiring a coach for a period is a really good idea yeah you know because everything that you're going through it's likely that they've seen before and it's like okay cool like and i guess you you'll have confidence in the plan yeah, try, try and avoid those generic plans you see. Um, oh, yeah, I mean, internet. we've never given out a meal plan. Yeah. Just be, I mean, if you rewind to my New Year's example, like we want to change as little as possible to get the result. Yep. We don't want to do any more than we have to. Yep. So it's... Because yeah. we're, yeah, we're looking at building on that. Yeah, exactly. It's like we're laying the foundations for like a healthier lifestyle so that you can lose the weight and keep it off. Yep. And that's it. And health is always the priority first. And then it's how we achieve the result for that individual. All right. That might take us to the end of this week's podcast, How to Lose Weight. Um, If you have any questions, shoot them on through. If you have any questions about anything health, fitness, training, send them on through hopefully we can all be in the gym soon but we don't know if you are needing some help being active at home also we have some online programs that may be able to help so don't hesitate to message us on instagram or facebook at ben danny fitness and i think our facebook is ben and 
Danny's fitness. Obviously a bugbear of mine that they can't be perfectly aligned. I was but... about to say, Benny's <laughs> in charge of that. Yeah, well, <laughs> apparently BD Fitness was already taken. <laughs> All right. Have a good week. See you next time. Bye.